Let's go. Are we bo- we're both recording. Let's go. We're recording a podcast right now. What are we? A couple of guys in our twenties. We live. I'm almost. I'm on my way out of my twenties. You're I'll not twenty eight this year. Oh damn! And then I only bro. got twenty. I only got two more. Two more left. One that's, more left. That's kind of crazy to think about it. Two more twenty years. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. How you not feeling looking about forward that? to it? To be honest, you're not looking forward to the thirties. Yeah. Uh, I want to be twenty forever. Unless being 30 means closer to retirement, in which case, bring on 30 ASAP, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's what you should be looking forward to, getting the hell up out of this uh, crazy, crazy working world that we have, getting closer yeah. to being, uh, you know, financially independent and whatnot. I know that's what you, you're striving for. I of being the proletariat. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to I be, be uh, the, the bourgeois. Exactly. So I always said bourgeoisie. It is bourgeoisie. Is it bourgeois? Oh, it is bourgeoisie. I think okay. there it's both, but I forgot what the difference between that. bourgeoisie and bourgeois is. B- bourgeoisie sounds like it's a little extra, or maybe it's like male and female. Hold on, let me let me let me. Okay, bourgeoisie refers to the class itself, and mm-hmm. the bourgeois is like. Wait a minute, where does it say when you blah blah blah? What what? Oh, a specific member. Okay, okay, got you. The bourgeois. Okay. If you are a bourgeois, a part of the bourgeoisie. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, uh, thank you, thank you for that for that information. I will probably never use outside of this podcast and talking to you. So. It's a little bit of a French uh, lesson for you, you know, since I'm a French individual. Hey, bro, I took I think two years of French class in in high school, maybe three. How much you so, learn? I probably. Probably more than you. I probably know more than you. If I'm gonna be honest. Hmm. Well, my dad's French, so he knows more than you. I don't give. I don't give a damn what he is. My dad works at Nintendo, hmm. so he could easily beat up your dad. So I don't know, bro. That's uh, it. Might be. A, it might be a tie. It might. It might. Uh, you know, tuck her mm-hmm. out like some Goku versus Vegeta type shit. You know. Oh nah. But my dad's. Did Goku. they tuck her out? I thought. I thought Goku beat Vegeta's ass. Honestly, I think it depends on the fight. Well, low key. If you remember the oh their OG fight back in the Saiyan saga of Dragon Ball Z, it was a close round and Goku needed the help of damn near the whole squad to take Vegeta down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, first of all, that's I guess that's fine, but it's unfair because you know, my man's Vegeta had all the training, bro. He came from the elite, he came from the bourgeoisie of the Saiyans. And he's over here fighting his brother, who's been trained by some fucking Earthlings and Piccolo or whoever, Master Roshi. You telling me? I mean, he should have won. It should have been an easy win. Yeah, but he got hoed because Goku's plot armor. Plus, he had a, it was a one v four, technically three, but four if you yeah. include Yajirobe, yeah. who cut off his tail. I mean, but it, yeah, if we if we talk about you know, both trained up. Give it to Goku. I mean, from what y'all telling me now, because y'all telling me Goku out here, he can destroy universes. You know, he can blow up a planet with the flick of his wrist. I don't know what's going on in Dragon Ball Z now, but y'all making it sound like Goku is higher than God uh, in terms of his power. So I'm sure that he is nearing God level because he for sure, I'm without a doubt, I think he can blow up a planet. Universe, I don't know. I haven't caught, kept up too much. With uh, the Dragon Ball, we don't know manga. if we got to that uh, arc yet. Not yet. Okay. Which surprisingly, okay. that manga is still going. Dragon Ball was it Dragon Ball Super or Dragon Ball? Dragon what Ball Super. They're, That's crazy. They're still going. They're still fighting new people. I look at the I'll, I'll the see One like Piece a, effect. They got the One Piece effect, but One Piece the only one that's doing it right, bro. I know you you dis, you I know you're gonna disagree, oh. but One Piece is doing it right. No. Dragon Ball is. I mean, they're not hitting it right. Not hitting it right with Dragon Ball. Welcome to the Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball podcast, guys, where we talk about Dragon Ball Z and we talk about our quest to learn if Goku can blow up a universe. Uh, what's been up with you, my guy? What's been up with you? It's been a week. We had a lot going on. Uh, as we talked about literally seconds before we started recording, we said Clarence Thomas needs to lock, be locked up. Yes. Uh, shout out to uh, Emmy Coney, Coney Barrett as well. Lock her up as well. Mm-hmm. As well mm-hmm. as, I mean... All Literally. the rest of them kind of blend together, bro. Lock them up too. 
yeah, it's like um, six out of but, um, six out of nine, right? Needs to be locked up. I think yeah. that's the yeah. Yeah, go ahead, throw the cuffs yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. Throw the cuffs on him. Hey, that sounds like a song, bro. Throw the cuffs on him. Throw the cuffs. Nah, I mean, I like the energy that it, you know, it, it, that it Throw brings. But when you think about the message behind it, that sounds like you, you know, you're pro feds. We be singing all types of shit that just, I don't even know what I'm saying. I look back on some of the songs that we grew up with and I'm like, ain't no way they had me as a child singing this, bro. And there's something, something parents needed to ban these songs, bro. But, Profit, hey bro, if we're throwing the cuffs on the right people, okay, true, aka true, true. Clarence Thomas, then I mean, you know, it just depends on the what the verses sound depends like, on what, the we, verses. what we saying in the verses. Who gets a feature on this? Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyways, uh, <laughs> me, what's going uh, yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, what's going on? Um, so last week, I know I mentioned. You know, first I want to say, how up to date are you on the Discord? On the uh, the army Discord, not very, not very di- okay, not very. excellent, excellent. That's what I, I wanted to. I try to, and check in every now and again. I wanted to. I was hoping that you weren't up to date because last week, you know, we discussed, um, you know, some major news. Uh, as of Tuesday, recording last week, I got legally married, right? And I was like, okay, right. everybody was, you know, we were happy, we we're turning up, but you know, I didn't, I didn't reveal all my cards. You know, I pulled a little Yu Gi Oh moment there. You were asking me okay. a couple of questions. You said, when's the ceremony? The ceremony yeah. was this Saturday, my friend. We what? We eloped down to Savannah, Georgia. Had a wow, little, had so a it's shindy. done. It's a done deal, bro. Dang, no blowout? No, wasn't y'all talking about a destination we wedding or something about, like technically that? Technically, this was a destination. Savannah, Georgia. Okay, Savannah's just the destination. You can't, you're not, not wrong about that one. Um, but yeah, no big blowout uh wedding like you know at a big fancy venue or whatnot no destination you know traveling uh abroad just because you know the pressure was just it was just too much we're sitting there like damn bro who got paris money right now you know we're really not trying to do Mm -hmm. uh nothing too crazy especially you know inflation bro recession all these big words being thrown at us we this economy we we really aren't trying to you know put that pressure on ourselves and or put that pressure on you know friends and family so we decided we were going to throw down down here in the dirty south savannah georgia nice little scenic city we stayed at a little b&b not airbnb we stayed at a real bed and breakfast um and we had a ceremony there and it was a really nice thing uh we got a couple of pictures i uh threw in the discord um maybe i'll, I'll maybe i'll throw them in the player player discord as well just to you know yeah, double I down see these um, see these photos it was only two there's nothing nothing too crazy oh god damn but i can, I can share some more i'll have to get the approval from the, okay, the head okay. the head honcho over here but uh we will we'll maybe share a couple more pictures we had a great time However, I want to say one more thing. I don't want you to feel left out, bro, because the the ceremony, it was been there, done that this past Saturday. But you know your boy can't go out without a bang. That's right. We having a reception, baby. I don't know when it's going to be. What? I don't know. <laughs> what is happening? I don't know when. A reception? Ain't that associated? Ain't that right after the wedding? It's, uh, yeah, it's right after the wedding in a couple of months. I, uh, who said, I thought, who said like, it's got to be? You. Who said it's got to be? After, after you put the ring on, who put and, who? You know, everybody clap. Who made you walk the into the? Uh, I mean, that's correct. That is correct. That I is make correct. the rules. So we. That's. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Actually, I like that. I like making the rules. Fuck tradition. Uh, uh, fuck the patriarchy. Let's make our own rules here. Exactly. So okay, keep keep going. I, I cut you off with the reception. You're good. Yeah, okay. we're we're gonna have a little reception. We're gonna throw down. We're gonna have uh, you know. Friends and family invited, and my guy, of course, you know you're invited. So, but I will. Let's go. I will let you know as we move further, as we move closer to the date, when it's actually going to be. Because as of right now, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the what the situation is. We need to get a venue. Um, but That's once, once I work in a venue, yeah, perhaps we'll see how it goes. I think we okay. should get. A, I think we'll. I think we'll get a venue. Um, but once that okay, is okay. solidified, we got some uh, dates in mind. Then obviously I'll be letting everybody know. Invites will be going out, and we're just gonna be chilling, bro. We're gonna have a good old time, okay? And you'll be able to okay, actually so, turn up. So I have, you know, 
all this is all lots of information with the podcast you know you got to have this balance because like a lot of times when we talk on the podcast this is our one of our one conversation for the week where we're actually talking for an extended period of time right so i got a lot of questions like i want to follow up with this i follow up with that but i realized we're on a timeline we got a show to run mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so in lieu of all my questions i will provide one suggestion or one 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 thought to put in your head did you ever think about having the venue at dave and buster's i'm just gonna throw it out Ooh, there just gonna you know let that okay, float out okay. there uh, you know, well, you know, I don't it's need fun, to go bro. to Dave and Buster's for the venue. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, okay. I don't know how they handle that at D and B, but I'm just saying, I'm going to say out there. I'm going to take that suggestion. I'm putting it in the memory bank, bro. I'm going to be honest okay. with you. It's probably right. not going to make it through any screening processes. You know, we got a, a tough committee to get through. However, well, sure. it's That's in sure. the memory bank and it will be taken for consideration, at least for myself. So I appreciate it. Okay. Okay. I appreciate okay, that. Okay. But um, of course, of course. Yeah, man. That's that's pretty much it. That was the biggest thing that's happened to me this past week. You know, I wanted to kind of, you know, surprise you, surprise the folks on the on the podcast. I really thought that you were gonna already know. I thought you would have checked the the Discord, but then I I looked at um, the the you know the emoji reactions, and I did not see the hoot man. I said, oh yeah, I'm about to get his ass. We about to get yeah, his ass live. You. This will be a good segue into my week because this week was wild. Yeah. I was on call. Um, and, you know, on call weeks, sometimes they can be okay. Sometimes they can be Ass. rough. And this one was definitely rough. There's a lot going on. A lot of responsibilities passed on to me uh, at the worst time possible. It's like, hey, can you help do this while you're also on call because you're on call? And I'm like, hmm, I guess so. I guess I'll have to do this. So. Uh, helped out with a lot of stuff. There are a lot of issues. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah, it was a very busy week. Uh, but, you know, I, yeah, I guess I don't have anything crazy to update. I have some, I have some stuff during the show that, that I want to shout out. But, um, yeah, it was a quiet week for me. But, hey, we got 4th of July next Monday, yeah. which means I'm not going into work. I'm not doing a damn thing. Uh, we're gonna turn up and have a good time there. So big dubs. Um, you doing stuff with the with the yeah, boys? Yeah, that's about it. Uh, maybe we'll see. We'll see. Uh, hopefully, you know, Fourth of July weekend is always hard because you want to, you know, boot up the grill. We have a grill in the apartment, but as I expect, I assume the grill is gonna be, you know, taken by you know a bunch of all the other apartment goers. I just don't want to have to fight over that grill. So gotcha. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what we can cook up. Oh, I guess I almost forgot. Um, I did hang out with the boys this past weekend. Uh, we played Fall Guys, TMNT, uh, nice. Fusion Frenzy. Fusion Damn, Frenzy. Fusion Frenzy. So fucking fun, bro. Uh, Fall Guys? I'll talk about it during the during the regular show. Fall Guys got some sauce on it. Okay. Fall Guys got some sauce on it. Um, and we also had a little Mountain Dew taste test. Uh, oh, what the hell? Let me tell you. Major Melon, the best Mountain Dew flavor. The new one. Major Melon. Major Melon's pretty solid. And okay. I'm not I'm saying I don't want to say the best because I didn't taste them all. Major Melon was really good though. I also like the blue volt flavor. So there's your expert opinion right there. Okay. Good, good, good. Uh, other than that, let's just get ready to go into the show. If I think of anything else, I'll bring it up uh during the, the main show. So Bet. without further ado, let's sync up. As we always do. Three, two, one, clap. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 208 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. And what is that, Arsene? Talk about video games. Talk about video games every Thursday of every week. We gather around the virtual water cooler to discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. The Hoop Man, along with my co-host. He's number one on the leaderboards of Bobo's Big Adventure. Arsene Lakpa. Thanks for uh, thanks for giving me that little shout out there. You know, it's not uh it's not easy 
being number one on the Bubbles Big Adventure leaderboard. You know, it takes, you know, countless hours of grinding, you know, every day. You know, I did mention I had my uh, wedding this past weekend. What do you think I was doing after the ceremony was over? Grinding. Bobo's Big Adventure. Two hours, three hours at the minimum per day. The highest you can get, 10 (laughs) hours a day in order to stay at the top of the leaderboard. It does not stop. The grind does not stop. You guys do not understand. Bobo's Big Adventures is not a game. It is a way of life. Thank you. Wow. That deserves an uh, applause sound effect. Thank you. I appreciate it. Wow. Uh, for people at home that do not know, Bobo's Big Adventure, not a real game. Uh, completely made so up. That bit was completely made up, complete inside joke. So enjoy that. I'm sure all of you guys love that. Uh, just a quick reminder, guys, if you want to help support the show, you guys can go to playerplayerpod.com, go to the bottom of the page and visit our Kofi link and donate as low as a dollar. If you don't want to support monetarily, you can help by sharing the show to your friends and family and by leaving a positive review on your platform of choice. Also, uh, finally, but not fine. What is it? What's the what's the phrase? Last, uh, but, not last least. but not least. Last but not least. Last but not least. com slash discord. The link will be in the description of this episode. Uh, come join the discord talk. We talk about all the video game showcases conference. We talk about all the video games news. We just talk about video games in general. Uh, and then a little bit of nonsense as well. A little bit of nonsense as well. We need new people. Um, so in the, in the discord, we need, I know we need, we need more people. I might have to go on a recruiting spree, start getting people uh, to, to join up. Excellent. You know what I'm saying? So, so we'll see, we'll see. Uh, but if you're listening to this and you're not in the discord, come on, man, come on. Come on, we can't be doing that. Come on, playerplayerpod.com slash Discord. Come have a good time. We got a show today. I got a list of agenda items. Uh, and we may be uh you know, we, we may get past this these agenda items and talk about more games. But first, I want to start off with a little news. All right. A mm-hmm. little news okay. for everybody. Uh I have not disclosed this news to anybody yet. Um, oh no. I can uh, I can happily announce it on the podcast. I have beaten Death Stranding. No way, he did it. The game is complete. Let's go. Let me get my wow, own. You, need, you deserve your own. Get my own sound effect. Get your own sound. Effect, I did the bro. little Metal Gear yeah. Solid sound effect in honor of Kojima. I finally finished Death Stranding this morning. Uh, You've been I grinding that hoe. Yeah, grinded that hoe. Put some time into it. Um. And I almost fell off. I almost fell <laughs> off at a couple different points, but I saw it to the end. So there we did it. We did it. I can give you my, give me, do you, you want to ask me questions? Do you want to give me, you want me to give you my quickie review? Uh, how, now having seen the final product, um, where, where are you on this after hearing this news? I'm, you know, I'm super excited hearing that you have, you know, the fact that you were able to complete the game, you know, despite the hiccups, that both you and I noticed throughout this game, you know, the, the dry sections of the game gives me, yeah. uh, gives me a little bit of hope and faith that I'll be able to also complete the game, um, at some point. So I'm, I'm pretty, I'm hype hearing that you, you finished it, you, you powered through. So I don't think I want, uh, what do I want to hear from you? I don't have any, like, you know, immediate questions here, or any pressing questions, but I do want to hear your quickie review before we maybe do a more of a deep dive you know when i finish the game however long that may take sure sure so quick review uh personally i think this game is a nine out of ten no you're capping technically technically okay when i say that the game design the game design like when i every time when i'm sitting through the game and i really just take a second back to step back and think about what i'm doing or like what the game is presenting to me or what it's allowing to me allowing me to do whether it's visually whether it's game design whatever i'm like this game is damn near a masterpiece Mm -hmm. Uh, i say nine and not ten because i do think some of the there are like combat encounters that the game throws at you um and stuff like that and the game i feel like just does not shift well in those encounters like the game is first and foremost this you know traversing game where you're walking across terrain and delivering packages and stuff and in that aspect the game excels really really well but i think there are some forced combat sections where 
I'm like, okay, this is kind of just annoying because the mechanics clearly weren't designed to really shine in this environment or whatever in this kind of scenario. So that's where I got really annoyed at some points. So otherwise I'd say this is a 10 man, like looking at, I, I see the hype. This was my first Hideo Kojima game. And like, I thought the visuals were incredible. Uh, the facial captures were awesome. Uh, the uh, acting and, and just the whole, uh, process of like the storytelling and, and interacting with the characters was awesome. I really loved all the characters I encountered. Um, and even kind of thinking that this was, I guess, made off of the Decima engine or something, which, mm -hmm. uh, is the horizon engine. And I'm like, really, if this is off the horizon, like, cause I, I know Ko Kojima went to Sony specifically to, you know, be able to use the, like their tech to help make this game. And they worked with the Horizon team closely to make Death Stranding. And I'm like, man, like Kojima blew it out of the water. Kojima and his team blew it out of the water in terms of like really pushing this engine to its limits. And I think it's one of the most visually impressive games mm -hmm. that I have ever played uh, in terms of like these actors are literally characters in the game. And it's almost like one to one. It feels so authentic. Environments feel very authentic. Um, game mechanics, like I talked on last, uh, week's episode, really awesome. Like, you know, everything is super detailed and you can do so many things and there's a lot of care and attention put into the mechanics on the balancing and all that stuff. But overall, the game play in the game in total is just missing something key. And I think it's primarily... Mm geared towards the pacing we talked about this before but the game is very much like deliver uh story dump deliver story dump deliver 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 then you'll get a story dump and you only get a lot of times you'll only get story dumps uh in between like you know a couple hours of gameplay delivery or at least 30 minutes to an hour of gameplay delivery and that never, I mean, it gets a little better, bit better at the end, especially by the time you're like basically at the end of the game. But to me, I was like, I never felt like I was really, really enjoying the main gameplay, like the thing that the game is entirely about. Like, yes, every now and again, it was fun to traverse terrain. But whenever they told me I had to go back, <laughs> um, backtracking, and, yeah, know, go back. Yeah, backtrack. It was kind of like, OK, I'm just so glad that I set up certain uh equipment or whatever in certain places and i can just use that to get back um and it was always just like please just let me get back so i can just figure out what's going on with the story it was never like oh this is fun like this is engaging it was always like let me put a podcast on while i try and get back to this fucking location that i've already traversed um and have to deal with these dumbass enemies again so hmm. That part really knocked it down for me. So I, I probably still say this game is probably in the seven to eight range. Um, story was really good, uh, really engaging. It, it was kind of like you just kind of have to accept this is a Kojima game and some weird shit is going to happen. Um, Did it make sense in the end, though? Uh, for the most part, yeah. I'd say it probably 85%, 90% there. Uh, not 90%, 85% there. By the end of the game, I was like, okay, I, I basically understand the entire story. There's just a lot of questions that I have that I probably have to watch some video on gotcha. that I'm not super clear gotcha. on. It was very much... Because another drawback of the game is like, because you only get these huge lore dumps uh, in between like these deliveries. So say you are like in your little private restroom or whatever you come out and then somebody calls you on the phone is like, Hey, I just discovered this. I just looked at some files and this is what I discovered. And they're talking to you for like five minutes straight. And if you like <laughs> check out for one line of dialogue, literally I was like, what the, I was like, Whoa. So I missed one line. And now I'm like, I literally don't know. I missed the origin of this. And like, I don't even know where the BBs come from. Cause I like checked out of one word or something like that. Um, so gotcha. there was a, there were a lot of those moments where I was like, you know, they're trying to give me all this information at once. And I'm like, miss one word or one sentence. And I'm like, fuck, I don't, I don't even know what's going on anymore. So, um, although I really enjoyed the story, I really enjoyed the cutscenes. 
I wish there was a better way to deliver it than, all right, you're at this facility. A lot of times it's like, hey, you're at this facility. Uh, we're going to talk to you through the comms and give you all this information, or we're going to talk to you in your re private restroom or whatever and give you all this information. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, uh, it definitely didn't have the sauce that like Last of Us 2 had. Like when you're roaming through a level, you know, spoilers for Last of Us Part 2, but you're roaming through a level and you're like chasing after somebody you think is what, like Tommy or something. Oh yeah. And it turns out to be, you know, the other dude. And, like that was a dope ass that moment. And it was like, okay, like me doing this mission makes me feel like at any moment I can trigger something that will enhance the story. Right. Like I'm, I'm going through this area. I'm trying to hunt down this guy and at any moment I can run into him and we things can kick off. Whereas in Death Stranding, it was very much like, all right, I see on the map where I need to go. I know exactly where I am on the map. I know this is going to take me a long time. And I expect nothing really interesting to happen until I get to that little marker on the map. Um, and that's pretty much the whole game. Every now and again, you'll have some little interesting thing happen uh, unexpectedly. But for the most part... Uh, and even in those cases, it's like you have to get to your required destination for anything exciting to happen besides typical encounters that you see throughout the game. Gotcha. Hmm. Okay. So seven, seven through eight, seven through seven eight. Through eight. I, I mean, the story is seven story is probably one of the better stories in video games. I would say okay. just because okay. it's just, high, it's just high tier acting, which you just don't get in video games. So, even if the plot is kind of wild and, and wacky, it's still like the acting is really good. The writing is pretty good. Um, and that was kind of the thing that kept me going where I was like, okay, like this, these characters are so awesome. Every character I come across is so interesting and cool. Uh, I just want to keep understanding their story, which means fucking climbing 20 mountains or whatever. Um, so. Gotcha. Yeah. And what difficulty did you play on? Uh, normal. Okay. I'm thinking I may yeah. uh, just bump down to easy just to play just for mm -hmm. the cinematic experience because I, I I was also playing on normal, but like, you know, I just don't feel there's any value in the difficulty Yeah, of yeah. this game. So Yeah, for sure. I mean, especially if you're not enjoying it, but I will say the thing that saved my life in the game is one, like you have your little motorcycle. That shit is trash. I barely use that because especially <laughs> when I'm trying to drive the motorcycle on rough terrain. Right. Yeah. That's just flying all over the place. But then like a little later, not too far after where you are, uh, you get access to the long, like to the truck and the truck. I just driving the truck over mountains and shit. Like if I did not have the truck in this game, I still, I probably still wouldn't have beaten it today. And I probably would have been way more pissed about the backtracking because a lot of times the truck just mm -hmm. bulldozed through everything. Like if people are shooting at me um, in these freaking bandit camps or whatever, fuck the truck just eats that. And I just, just drive straight through. So I skipped a lot of the content that way. Nice. Shout out to the truck, shout out to the truck and the zip line. The zip line was fucking crazy clutch. Nice. So yeah, beat it. Uh, you know what that means, baby. Time to move on to better Ghost game. of Tsushima. Tsushima. I don't know if I'll start it uh, this. I don't know if I'll start it like this weekend or when I'll start it because guess what? We're going to move over to our next story here. Cuphead is oh. dropping. Ooh. I remember today. I forgot, bro. I was like, this shit is dropping on the 30th. That's in two days. That's pretty nuts. We're lit, baby. We're eating. We're eating. Um, there's not even much to say about this except that I forgot we're gonna have it in our hands, and then on, on Thursday when this episode drops. And do you think you're gonna have it beat by the time we record the next podcast? I'm beating like, it before next uh, next podcast. Wow, wow, don't make, that's don't, crazy, don't make me put bro. money on it. No, I'm playing. Let me start. <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not even trying to bet against you. I, I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. So yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Not much to say here except, um. It's crazy to finally be two days away after hearing about this game for so long. I know. It's um, amazing. Or hearing about this DLC for so long. I feel like this is how I feel when Silk Song is on the horizon, when Starfield is on the horizon. I mean, 
let's let's talk about this for a second, mm-hmm. right? Because I talked about it la- a couple of weeks ago um, about the issue that I had with the Xbox showcase of them announcing so many games. Um, and then we have to wait forever for them. Uh, let's talk about our fall lineup, right? Because we had our Nintendo Direct um, today, actually, the day of recording this. And um, the couple days before we had the Xenoblade specific direct and then today, I mean, you watched it, right? Was there anything notable to you? Anything that got you hyped up or, um, I thought that the, um, persona news was interesting, you know, especially considering the fact that I thought that, Oh, maybe Atlas was, you know, making a shift to, uh, an Xbox, you know, exclusivity. I don't know why I thought that, mm-hmm. but I just figured that, hey, maybe they're just trying to, you know, put their hands in the Xbox pot. Um, but you know, I'm like, okay, so we're, we've got, you know, Persona here on the, the Switch, all three of them that they announced on Xbox as well. I thought that was interesting. Um, the Mega Man Battle Network Collection. Obviously, probably not going to be copying it, but I also thought it was hype um, just because I enjoyed that style of gameplay from Mega Man. I like the, the Star Force game better because uh, that's what I grew up with, but hey. Battle Network was the the OG, so you can't disrespect that one. But the one game that actually sure. caught my um, interest was uh, Blanc. I don't know if you remember that one mm, or if you saw that one. Yeah, the fox and the, the hound fox and the hound looking game. I'm like, bro, this shit looks too cute. It looks like it's gonna be sad. Yeah, it it looks like good. looks like somebody might die. And I'm like, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta see what happens with it. So Blanc, I think that that itself was able, or those three announcements. Um, allow me to say, okay, this direct wasn't complete garbo. You know, still pretty garbo. Okay. But it wasn't complete garbo. You feel me? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um I watched it and I was just kinda like, okay, this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing from this got me hyped. Uh even Me- Mega Man Battle Network. I played I was I literally was just looking it up because I was like, I played some Mega Man Network game on the GameCube. Looks like it was Mega Man Network Transmission. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, I, I remember specifically. I rented some Mega Man game from Blockbuster back when I was a little kid. Me and my buddy, I think my buddy Justin, were having a little sleepover playing this game, and we got in a fight over this game. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what we could have possibly been fighting for, but then I went to go sleep with my mom because I was so mad. Wow. And I was like, blah blah blah. You know, I, first of all. You know, that's, that's just kid shit, but dang. Imagine leaving leaving your friend yeah. in the living room <laughs> to go cry to your mom or whatever. Damn, over Mega Man on, network bro. transmission. Over Mega Man. Ass game, bro. I can understand if we're talking Pokemon or something. I don't even yeah. know what we could have been talking about. Couldn't, maybe couldn't share, couldn't take turns. I don't know what the issue was. But, uh, yeah, I mean, not not the spice that I needed. Right? Yeah. And that, that kind of leads me to... Uh, a question to you how are we looking for the fall all right because i, I want to talk to you about the games or the big games uh that we know so far for the fall and i want to nintendo do a little temperature uh just in general just in general mm-hmm. now that i mean granted there are rumors that we're supposed to be getting a couple more big nintendo titles but as of now let's just act like you know I, I think I have those in there as well, based off of rumors. So, uh, fall lineup. Let me know if I'm forgetting anything. Uh, but uh, right now, I have Cult of the Lamb, High on Life, Plague Tale Requiem, Gotham Knights, Overwatch 2, Pokemon Scarlet Violet, Callisto Protocol, The Last of Us Part 1 Remake, God of War Ragnarok, allegedly coming in November, uh, Wind Waker Majora's Mask Remake, possibly as well. Uh, I mean... Is this our king? Is this our king? The 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 twenty twenty two that we thought was going to be the best year ever <laughs> is starting to look like it might be one of the worst years, years ever. Nah, Sans Odin, which nah. which is is keeping it off. You say no. It say is no. not one of the worst years. People, first of all, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there. I don't think there have been bad. I don't I don't believe in the whole like bad years of gaming personally. Okay. Just because I okay. think there's always something to play, and I this is always obviously you know very you know anecdotal situation for myself. I feel like I've always been able to find at least a handful of at least five games per year 
that I'm like super hyped for. And I'm like, you know, always like, you know, trying to get people to play and shit. You know, typical arson ass games. You know what I mean? So right. I, I don't believe in the whole the whole bad year thing. But especially this year, I don't think this is a a bad year for gaming. Yeah, I think the reason that it feels or like some people, not not including you, mm-hmm. uh, feel like it's a bad year in gaming is just like expectation versus reality right right like we were promised a lot of games that we've been waiting a long time for uh and then a lot of those games have been punted out of the year a lot of those games we still have not heard from um we don't even know if it's coming next year aka silk song god war ragnarok uh supposed to be confirmed for november in the next couple of days but we'll see even november is kind of late so uh me looking back on the year so far and then looking at the at the year, the next six months or so. Um, obviously, Elden Ring, one of the greatest games of the generation. Um, like, Elden Ring alone lets this, you know, not be a bad year. And I agree with you. Not really anything such as a bad, you know, there's not really anything as a bad year. Like even the year that control came out in one game of the year, people say, Oh, that was a bad year. I thought control was a fantastic game. It was one of my favorite games of last generation. So, mm-hmm. uh, I love, I loved that year, obviously just for control and obviously Elden ring will have a similar impact this year, but I just think the pacing on this year has been really bad. Um, we got horizon and then the next week we got Elden ring, which is kind of a bummer because, I think if Horizon would have came out and then a month later, two months later, Elden Ring would have came out, it would have been a different story. Like we would still be eating. We would have had more time to, you know, sit and digest. Uh, am I saying cy- Cyberpunk or Horizon? You said Horizon. I'm saying Horizon, right? Yeah, you said Horizon. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, th- I feel like we would have been able to sit in and digest Horizon a little more, mm-hmm. um, have conversations about that in game and kind of the future of, of that franchise. But. That kind of got chopped short with the Elden Ring discussion that dominated. And now the Elden Ring discussion is exhausted. And now, like, things are starting to look kind of grim in terms of, like, Gotham Knights. We've seen footage of. doesn't look as exciting as it originally was going to be. Um, God of War might be the savior, but that's coming in November. Like... August, September, um, October, still looking kind of dry. Um, I think this is just going to be one of those years where kind of the secondary, second tier games does a lot of the heavy lifting. And then maybe Elden Ring and God of War Ragnarok are the, the things that people remember coming out of this year, unless, you know, stuff like Cult of the Lamb or, or, uh, Gotham Knights. Uh, High on Life or so. <laughs> Gotham, I mean, Gotham Knights, let's talk about this. Do you think that this is going to, do you think at this point it can still hit 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 the right spot? I mean, I think it's heart? it's certainly possible. I just don't think it's very probable at this point based off of the okay. gameplay footage okay. I've seen because at no point have I decided, oh yeah, this is going to be a game I need to cop. I, I want to cop this. One. I think, you know, it, from the jump, the idea of, you know, a uh, multiplayer co-op Batman Arkham style game that was going to tackle this quarter of the owl story that had me, I was, I was ready. I was happy. I had my wallet pulled out, but then the gameplay just made me put that shit all the way. It made me put that in a backpack somewhere. I, I don't um, I'm not here for, for Gotham Knights anymore. So I don't know. I, I think if they fine tune, if they listen to the, the public feedback on it, then we'll see. But as of right now, nah, no chance. Yeah. I'm with you, man. I like, I remember when they first started talking about the game, they were really leaning into the Court of Isles. They were really leaning into like the story content. And that's what kind of got me excited originally. That kind of gave me hope in this game. And yeah, I was really excited to see what the final product will look like. And they haven't really touched on that in a long time. So that's kind of bummed me out. That's Hopefully, not true. They did touch on I'm, it relatively recently with that one uh, that one gameplay trailer. It just To me, it didn't seem impressive it was like the the whole thing was kind of revolving around them trying to figure out what's going on with the quarter battles and they kind of went in and then you saw the like you talking about when they fought the guy yeah the talon yeah had that just like 
even that was not it did not strike me like the original trailer struck me or like the original like showcase right. of that of the game struck me like they they first showed mr freeze like they were showing like you teaming up with your co-op partner to take down this boss and like the quarter owls gameplay that they showed most recently was just a very generic it didn't really have me have give me any faith that the story was going anywhere interesting um or it just didn't look like engaging it wasn't like oh wow i gotta see what's going on here it's just kind of like okay you're fighting this fucking behemoth for an hour it seems like and he looks like a generic ass enemy so yeah i don't know bro i don't know so let me let's go back to the positive um Name what are your top two most anticipated games for the rest of the year? Um, gotta say Cult of the Lamb at the at the number one spot here, just based off solely based off of the demo I played. Um, number two, I mean, it would be nice to get the the Ragnarok release if that you know if that gets if that does get confirmed within the next couple of days. I think it has to go to Ragnarok for sure. Let's say it doesn't. Let's say it doesn't. Hmm. Uh, I don't know, man. I may maybe just where's that list again? Do you have the the full list? I think you you put it in the player player yeah. Discord, right? All right, give me a second uh, for my for my second. I don't know if you want to talk about your. No wait, I didn't. I didn't put the I, in the player player Discord. We got the year of dreams list. Okay, uh, that's next year. I just sent it on Discord. So yeah, I'll talk on my end. Uh, I haven't played Cult of the Lamb yet, but everything I'm hearing makes it seem like we're we might get one of those Hades Hades types moments, where this game just blows up, uh, way beyond it has any right to, and it just looks like a very fun game. Like it just looks like a, a fun gameplay loop, uh, a charming aesthetic, even though it's you know very satanic, uh, <laughs> devil worshiping. Yeah. Um, and it just looks cool. Like I'm very excited about that. It's it's nice to get some food on the Switch. Uh, it is a Switch game, right? Oh, uh, I think so. It kind of has to be. It, it's got that vibe. It has but, to be right. Um, regardless, actually, yeah. yeah, I think it's been advertised on the Switch. So, um, I don't know if it's one of my most anticipated because I think in its place, High on Life gets the cake there. Um, gotcha. Just because that form of comedy from justin roiland people at squatch games it's just you know it's perfect for me and you know in a year where there's a lot of tough games we have cuphead we had elden ring i'm eventually going to play sifu those are games where you really have to lock in and it's all about beating yourself and getting better and, and and rising to the challenge I'm really looking forward to some games in the fall that just let me sit back and just laugh and have a good time and just get addicted to some loop. Um, so I, I think High on Life is going to 100% hit that. Um, as long as it doesn't have any performance issues and the gameplay is straight, um, I think I'm going to really... those are That's going to be one of the games that may, may review fine, maybe an 8 um, or maybe even a 7. But because of the comedy and stuff, I probably am, it's probably going to be a sleeper hit with me. Um, gotcha. Yeah. And of course, obviously, God of War Ragnarok is cheating, bro. God of War, one of my favorite <laughs> games of all time. That drops in November. I mean, that's going to be my most anticipated game, no cap. Um, and the only thing is, I'm like, God of War one or God of War 2018 hit special because one, I had never played a God of War game before. I'd never been interested in before. And two, I was just super excited about the gameplay and it just felt super fresh to me as in, in terms of like an action adventure game. I wonder how the second one's going to feel, you know, cause it is more of the first one. I wonder how many new mechanics they are going to introduce and, and whatnot over the next or in this next one, because I mean, regardless, even if I got more of God of war one, I still would love that. But I wonder how my reception is going to be and how other people's reception is going to be coming out like with it just being more of the same kind of like the miles morales right mm, yeah what do you think are you i mean where, where were you on god of war 2018 i know i say a lot of time is one of my favorite games of all time but where does it rest on your list like how are you feeling about it um it definitely rested you know pretty high 
on my uh, list of games looking back just because of the the level of cinematography that I feel like the game presented and the gameplay True. actually felt, you know, it felt polished, you know what I mean? So throughout yeah. the entire game, yeah. like throughout the entire game, I don't feel like I ever had any pain points either. So overall, it rested really high, but I don't think it was enough for me to just I don't, I don't know the best way to describe it here because obviously it was a great game but i don't know if it was enough for me to put it in like you know like easily just say oh yeah this is like in my top 10 of games just because i know there's okay. so many okay. you know great games out there that i've enjoyed and different styles of games that i enjoy um it was a, a wonderful game so it, it's just not one that i am as hyped about as you comparatively okay so you're i mean it's a automatic cop but you're like you know we'll get it when we get it and it'll be you you're assuming it's just going to be it's going to be a great game kind of like yeah. the last of us 2 type exactly or, i mean i don't know yeah because the last of us 2 was one of those games where people love the last of us you know a lot of people says one of their favorite games of all time uh i played it hella late i kind of got a lot of the big moments spoiled for me so i kind of went into it and was like oh yeah this is really good but you know this game doesn't really do anything crazy for me especially because i'm i was playing like a ps3 game on a ps4 ps4, into the generation um so it didn't hit at a time that wasn't making me be like i can't believe they're doing this stuff um so last of us 2 came around i really really enjoyed it but it also nothing about it hit me I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Last was pretty. Last was too pretty damn good. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. But it's not I, like I you're, you're saying. Are you like, instantly putting Last of Us two in your top ten of games? Well, well. Oh. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It might be on. It might be in the. It might be in there. Maybe it might be in there. It's pretty good. But, but not instantly know. though. I you, but you have I, to I, think about it. Though. Right. Not instantly. Right. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So yeah. I, I mean, it's interesting. I wonder if God of War two will instantly be in my top top 10 list because i feel like to get in the top 10 list to take two spots from the same franchise like it has to really really be worth it gotcha um so i don't i don't know maybe i'll just replace god of war one with god of war two if it's that much better you know what i mean gotcha Uh, we'll see but but yeah i mean honestly this just looks like a back year backlog year i'm gonna dive into my backlog a lot Mm -hmm. um of course, you know, I'm going to play God of War. Of course, I'm going to try out. I'm going to play Plague Tale, High on Life, Cult of Limb. I'm playing all this stuff. But as far as, like, looking forward to stuff, you know, in past years when you're like, damn, you know, I can't wait for this, this, and this coming out in the fall. Uh, I was like, Death Loop, Death Loop, Psychonauts 2, Forza, like, all the Halo, like, last year, all those things were on the horizon for the last half of the year. And I was like, every month you felt like you had something that you can, you were looking forward to dropping this year. Not so much this year, not so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, baby, I'm just waiting for that Steam Deck. I'm waiting <laughs> for, uh, I'm waiting for uh, a lot of these second, third party indie games and, and stuff like Plague Tale to drop. Um, so it is what it is. I got that being I said, got two things real quick. Yeah, go ahead. One, my second yeah. game. Uh, replacing uh, God of War would be Plague Tale since I have been playing through the first one. Ooh, um, okay. Almost, oh, you've been playing through the first almost one. Almost done. Recently? I got well, uh, three more chapters. Wow. Left. So, wow. Okay. I, I'm I'm seeing what people are uh, liking about about the series, so I'm definitely excited for yeah. uh, the second one. I forgot that it's coming uh, this October. You gotta, you gotta hit me up uh, when you wrap it up. You gotta hit me up when you complete it because i do want to hear your thoughts oh yeah. yeah obviously we'll probably talk about it on the podcast mm-hmm. but i want your real-time thoughts you need to dm me i'll, I'll dm you it should be in a, in a couple of a okay. uh, couple of days here um and then okay, okay damn i forgot my second thing all right go ahead <laughs> go ahead with the, the next part uh no yeah other than that i was just saying um do you think this is the like mark of our transition our full transition from you know we're you know closing the doors on a lot of the last generation titles that have been in progress a lot of these projects that you know we've heard about for a while um elden ring god of war ragnarok etc etc do you think 2023 
is the year where we're going full throttle. Like, do you think that, you know, 2023 will be good and then we might have some off years as we start to get more titles or you just think we're going full throttle for the next several years uh, starting next year? I'm going to be honest. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm going to be honest. I think just based off of the current, these past couple of years, and I know this is kind of not fair due to, you know, the pandemic and whatnot, I still think it's too early to call. Like, you know, just from, mm, okay. you know, just the fact that, you know, we got games being, you know, pushed out into next year. I don't think that solidifies next year as being the beginning of the full throttle year or the the, the wow. beginning of the full throttle years, basically. I think that, you know, there's a chance, okay. you know, but, you know, we know these games are coming out potentially next year. And that's still a potential. They could get pushed out even further. But we still don't know what the quality of these games are. We don't. We don't know. Yeah. We're not looking at these games and feel like we've seen some gameplay now. We're not looking at them feeling like this could be, you know, a game changer for, uh, for video games. So for that reason, mm-hmm. I just don't think that we're fit. We're fully full throttle. We may, we're accelerating, sure. But okay. Okay. Throttle might be. Uh, it might be too early to call. I'm, we might have to make a. Oh. A decision a game time decision like you know early next year once games start releasing then we can say all right this is a full throttle year okay okay i mean i'm gonna go ahead and say i disagree i think mm-hmm. we're full throttle i think i 100 percent agree with you that we still need to see the quality but i think there are enough games already confirmed to be if not coming out in 2023 like say they get pushed like there are enough games over the next couple years that we can almost guarantee are going to be quality like uh breath of the wild 2 is not coming out without it being a quality title okay now, yeah yeah we assume that's coming out in 2023 i can't see that you know coming in 2024 but it could um starfield you know who knows how that's going to shake out but at the end of the day i feel like even with a drop like fallout 4 back in the day that was a pretty big drop right even though people don't regard that as the best fallout or like you know a a genre defining experience for fallout that was a big drop and people still talk about that i think starfield is going to be a massive drop and as long as we don't have a cyberpunk 2077 situation which is always possible nowadays Mm -hmm. um i think we're going to be looking good and uh yeah I, i think I'm I'm done with 2022. And, okay. You know, I say that with a couple cave- caveats. Um, obviously, God of War Ragnarok. We're going to have a, lot, a really different conversation after we have completed that game where we kind of start reflecting on the year. But, you know, indies are always going to be indies. They don't really define the year for me. Uh, what defines the year is kind of like those games that I've been waiting for for a long, long time. Uh, and it seems like 2023 is the start of that. Like we we're seeing Final Fantasy Crisis Core remake. We're seeing um, uh, hopefully Silk Song. We're seeing Starfield. We're seeing you know. I don't think here's the crazy thing, right? Because PlayStation hasn't PlayStation notably absent. Um, I guess so is Nintendo mm-hmm. from this summer. Um, Spider Man I think is very much coming out next year. I think there's a really good chance that Spider-Man 2 uh, comes out next year. And if it doesn't come out next year, I think that's totally fine because that means 2024 at least is going to have some crazy content as well. That's true. So I, you know, I, you know, we keep saying this every year, but I really do find it hard to see a situation where 2023 does not have fire. And unless everything releases in 2023 without hitch, I feel like 2024 is going to have a lot of fire as well. So, uh, I mean, and let's, let's not forget, hey, we're starting off the year with the Resident Evil 4 remake. So before we even really get into the nitty gritty, uh, we're getting some bangers guaranteed in January, February time frame. So, um, man, I'm looking forward to it. But I think the rest of this year is going to be backlog discussion. It's going to be like, hey, I found this game discussion. I found this game on Game Pass type type deal. Uh, Devolver's monthly release type deal. So I'm looking forward to having that conversation. Um, just just lacking energy, right? I feel like I got to go into the bargain bin, go into the backlog to find <laughs> the exciting stuff, which is unfortunate. I think like I think we saw like, I think they said Ubisoft is having like a skull and bones conference. Oh, my like, who God. wants that shit, bro? Bro, they missed who their opportunity, that? bro. When people were actually hyped for it. 
I don't even know if I was hyped originally when I saw that. Well, same, yeah. Preview trailer E3. All I remember is they had a Kraken in there, and I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. That was like the one thing that's kind of cool to me. Um, but I mean, when I just was this feel announced? like. 2013. Oh, wait, no, that was no, 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 that was when it started to develop. My fault, my fault. I was about to say, ain't no way. 2017, still pretty bad. That was five years ago. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just, I think the biggest part about this that's kind of a bummer is like not the fact that Microsoft and PlayStation and Nintendo are absent, but it's like all of the, the big developers that used to be the people that would fill in the gaps between the big first party releases, they're all with the exception of Capcom, they're still doing what they do best. And they're, you know, they're making Resident Evil 4 remake and whatnot. They're doing the work street fighter six. Um, man, a lot of these companies are just not putting in the work that they used to put in, you know, it's just kind of, it's kind of a bummer, man. Seeing Ubisoft, like, is there anything, coming out of ubisoft that we're excited about roller champions or have been baby. excited about come on <laughs> bro you know what we ain't talking about honestly give me roller drum roller drone roller, roller drone yeah that's give me a roller drum instead of roller champions you know what i mean i feel you completely yeah man I, so ubisoft needs to they need to step it back up get some I'm, good i'm curious good. to see like when when a lot of these companies kind of kick it back into high gear we got ea kind of sitting on the sidelines of course they had the hit it takes two last year which kind of came out of nowhere but that was absolute fire mm-hmm. um quiet this year super quiet this year um ubisoft super quiet this year square enix definitely 50 50 definitely 50 50 on the you know shout out to the final fantasy sector of square enix really putting in the work rest of square enix not so much uh, in my opinion, not so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what's going to happen with like Crystal Dynamics um, and those like American studios that got sold off uh, by Square Enix? Like, what's the when are they going to release a game and what are they going to look like? When are we getting control too? Mm. Like, like, I I need all these supporting studios, 2K, uh, EA, Ubisoft, all of them to kind of step up to the plate because. Nintendo can get a pass. PlayStation can get a pass. These third parties, like, I'm very curious to see what's happening there. Like, are they going to get just get bought up? Like, are they going to start putting out iconic titles again? What's the deal, man? Because I feel like I can't name a single, like, publisher that's putting out just straight bangers uh, like they used to anymore. Um I mean, there's from software with, I think, 2K or Bandai Namco or whoever. Mm-hmm. They're doing pretty good, but I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, it's a, we're, we're really just going to have to see here. I feel like, you know, you know what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that everybody's still in that little slumber phase. And I want to say, we'll let them take a little, you know, give them their five more minutes before they wake up for school. But I think, okay. it's, I think it's time. Yeah, I wanted to say they should get their five more minutes, but I think it's time for everybody to get ready, get up and get ready for school. You know what I'm saying? We we, we need to see some big announcements, probably probably most likely at this uh, you know upcoming Game Awards at the end of the year for yeah. the next like two years. We're going to need to see something from these uh, these smaller uh, you know com- uh, developers yeah. and whatnot. And, you know, I, I want to say like big announcements are cool, but I think we need more than big announcements. We need to know that, hey, we've been working on this thing and we're finally ready to reveal it. And now it's coming out within the next one or two years. Like we keep getting announcements for shit that is just never coming out. <laughs> like I remember we got that Quantic Dream Star Wars game at, at the Game Awards last year. Um, yeah. We got Wonder Woman announced last year. I don't even remember who's making that. But I don't like, know if they know, bro. They just showed a, they showed WW and they said, all right, it's coming. Wonder- yo. I mean, so, like, we got all these games. We got Wolverine in the works. We got a lot of these games that are announced. Mm. I want to, especially these these third-party publishers, tell me what y'all got coming in 2021, bro, because it seems like first-party is leading the charge for the most part uh, that year, like, with the exception of Capcom once once again. Uh, I guess we got Skate. Skate might be coming. 
uh, Dead Space remake. So I guess EA is kind of doing something unrelated. But where is it? Where is Indiana Jones? Bro. That's probably on the way, bro. That's probably 2024, something like that. Machine Games does need to come out and. We need we're, we need to do like a roll call one of these episodes where we just like all the people that have been quiet, we need to fucking speculate on what 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 they're working on and and when we're gonna hear from them, because a lot of these a lot of these people kind of quiet, bro. We know we know what some people are working on. We know Control Two is being working on and and some other Alan Wake Two stuff like that. We know Indiana Jones is on the way, but mm-hmm. when are we getting this shit, bro? We need some in- Wolverine. <laughs> we need out? insider information, bro. Because I can't be sitting here yeah. just not knowing anything. I need to know a little something. Yeah, I can't. I, I need to know about Wolverine before I'm 30, bro. I need to know about <laughs> Control uh, 2 before I'm 30. You know? I don't know, bro. So, they might be pushing it. Maybe they'll do it for your 30th birthday. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Uh, all right. Anything else to wrap up the episode? I got something else. But this is completely, yeah, this is completely non-sequitur. Not related okay. to video games. Sure. I didn't want to okay. bring this to your attention, though. I think it's something that, you know, potentially could uh, pique your interest. And maybe, you know, folks that at home could pique your interest as well. But feel free to, you know, if we're done chit-chatting, you know, you guys can feel free to, to just turn this shit off. Because I'm just about to be talking some nonsense right here. So anyways, okay. I don't know if you, once again, I don't know how active you are in the in the Discord. My buddy, <laughs> uh, Connors, threw in an, a, a little web. Is, bro. You don't know who that is? I don't think so. He was one of my roommates back at Tech, freshman year. You probably don't remember. Okay. Regardless, he he put me on to this this web comic. Right. It's called oh. it's called Scoob and Shag. You know, obviously Scooby Doo, Shaggy. You know, the Scooby Doo gang, yada yada. It started out right. It starts out as like you know a couple of pages of like this like non sequitur like comic strip like you know kind of like some Garfield type shit. But then it's like, you know, yeah. kind of funny because it's like, oh, haha, Scooby-Doo, he he's not like the it's not the regular Scooby-Doo. He'll, you know, flip you off. He'll say, like, fuck you or whatever. Haha. It's it's funny. But let me tell yeah. you, bro, when I t- when I tell you this shit, like you get 20 chapters in and like each chapter is only like a few panels. Right. You get 20 chapters in uh-huh. and my man's took this shit from a uh, goofy ass like non sequitur like web comic to a full fledged like Japanese manga bro this shit Whoa. is peak <laughs> when I say oh. when I say this shit is peak imagine like some invincible level type shit bro I'm like bro what the <laughs> hell is going on like what like where who, who came up with this every chapter you're, you're constantly getting hit with like you know anime fights they're they're sitting here they're doing regular ass anime shit you're sitting here like wait a minute is that who i think it is is x character from <laughs> this random ass cartoon show and it's like yeah it's <laughs> no me way. and then he comes in and he like he's like now watch this ability Ching! and you're like oh <laughs> shit bro i'm just okay. tell, i'm telling you, you send it i'll send it over to i'll me. send it over to you and i like I said, you got to bear with it for the first like 20 chapters. It's very short, obviously, because it's just a couple of panels. It's going to be some, you know, just some, okay, haha, goofy shit. But once you get to the the lore, bro, it starts out literally the in lore. like chapter 17 or something like that. That's when shit takes off. And this is might be one of the best web comics in in the world you can i'll send you the link here wow and then you can look at the uh you can look at the reviews for it it's got four on this web comic website it's got 47 million views it's got a 9.77 rating shit's peak that's all i'm gonna say so folks at home check out check it out check out scoob and shag give it a a fair shot let the phone and and let me know if you like scoob and shag yeah I'll, i'll check it out i ain't no i ain't no coward you ain't no cow. You know, before we go, you know, quick question. Me and Jonathan, or me, Matt, and Jonathan, we were all hanging out, obviously playing Fall Guys, playing whatever. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, the conversation came up. What is the best, best Scooby-Doo movie? Oh. Um, I know you know the correct answer to this, but let me hear what your answer Zombie is. Zombie Island, bro. It's the best one. Exactly. Easy. The stakes, the stakes were saying, too high. Well, okay. Now let me ask you, what is the second best Scooby-Doo movie? Mm. 
see, I used to think Cyber Chase was the second best one. Okay. But then I recently rewatched it and it did not hit the same. I was sitting there the whole time. I was like, what the hell am I looking at? So I'm kind of in between <laughs> going for one that I think might actually be, you know, a good movie for second and between one that's my one of my like personal favorites. But I am going to stick with the personal favorite. I'm going to say Viva Mexico. Oh, is that the one with the wrestling? No, that's the one where they uh, okay. they're looking for the Chupacabra. Oh, Chupacabra. I thought John Cena was in that, but maybe not. No, the, okay. John Cena is in one of them, but that's uh, that's a bit later on in the in the Scooby-Doo movie universe. So you said you were going with your personal favorite. What was the other option? Um, the other option, I think I would say one of the OG Scooby-Doo movies. Um, which one was it? Either Ghoul School. I think Ghoul School is the one where he gets turned into a werewolf. No, 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 no. That's not Ghoul the school's. one. Ghoul School's good, though. I mean, let me see. Hold Ghoul on. Ghoul School's good. The one okay. where Scoot, so, the one where Shaggy is turned into a werewolf, I thought was pretty solid. Okay, okay, so yeah, uh, I will let you know. Clearly, uh, I and Matt, because apparently we are both uh, sophisticated individual individuals, we're advocating for um, Zombie Island. Of being course, of course. There's there's no comp- question about that. Jonathan was saying Cyber Chase is the best. I said no. This Osmosis Jones looking motherfucker <laughs> jumping through the internet can't be the best movie. It's just not gonna happen. Um, tell him to tell him to rewatch it. it. Just, I don't think it holds up personally. Yeah, I was saying Cyber Chase was the uh, was the second best, but I can a hundred percent see that movie not holding up just because I'm remembering scenes from that movie, just being like everything in my mind is nonsense um, from what I remember. So. But hey, I watched Zombie Island this weekend, bro, and I I can prove that that shit holds up. Yeah, it's, it, I mean, I'm telling you, bro, the stakes were too high. It was life or death for for real. And the ghost is here. Mm, and the soundtrack, and bro. Come on, come on. Now. Did you know they made a sequel on, to now. Zombie Island? No way. I don't think it's good. If I didn't I hear say. about it, it must have been. Yeah, <laughs> if I didn't hear about it, it must it's have called been Return to Zombie Island. I haven't even seen it, no. but see, they're doing too much there. Just leave. You know, let let a, a sleeping dog lie. Leave the shit pristine. No need to make a sequel. That's what I'm saying, bro. They really they really hold hold uh, everybody. The animation looks crisp though, because it came out in 2019. Okay. But oh my but nah. god, they must have heard our podcast. I guess so. <laughs> I guess. So. Like, Damn, they think Zombie Island's the best. We gotta make another. I'll make one another one for y'all. I didn't want it though. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, get that out of here. All right, I think it's time to wrap this episode up. But yeah, send me the link. To, send me the link to that webcomer. Uh, thank you all for listening, to Player Player. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe to us on on your pa- podcasting platform of choice. Rest five stars on iTunes and Spotify, and tell your friends about us. If you want updates about future episodes and giveaways, or you want to submit a question to the show, just visit playerplayerpod.com or follow us on social media or join the Discord. All that information is in the description of this episode. Or you could just go to playerplayerpod.com, playerplayerpod.com slash Discord. Big shout out to Aaron Miller for the intro music. As always, follow him at the Miller Child on Instagram. You can find me on social media as the Hoopman, where the E is a three. You can find my co-host Arsen here as Pax Arsenica on Twitter and Twitch, and Arsen Lockput on Instagram. Until next time, guys. Keep gaming. Keep gaming, folks. <laughs>